Hello and welcome to the One Mind Meditation Podcast. My name is Morgan Dix and this is a show about meditation, mindfulness, and your health. And today I want to share a podcast with you all about gratitude. And it's just going to be me today. Before we start, if you enjoy this show, I want to ask you to please, please, please leave us a rating and a review. If you're moved by the show, if you've been moved previously by the show, one way to express your gratitude for this show and for the work we do creating it is to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. It is a huge help to us. Okay, plug finished. So let's jump into this podcast on gratitude. This is something I want to talk about for a while. And I'm going to keep this relatively short, but it seems so important. And we're heading into the new year. We're going into 2019. It's the end of 2018 as I'm recording this. And basically, here's how this came into being. This The genesis for this show came out of a recent weekend retreat that I did in November. And it was a retreat. I went on a retreat with seven close friends from my men's group, excellent guys. And I went through some challenging moments during the retreat, but I came away with some extraordinary guidance from within. And it really carried me through the retreat and well beyond the retreat. And the guidance I got was very simple. And this is guidance. When I say guidance, it was just guidance from within, my own inner teacher. The guidance was simply say thank you. Express gratitude for everything that is coming up in this retreat. Meet it all with unqualified gratitude. And I'm going to tell you more about this But I just want to say from the outset, it changed the way I experienced the retreat fundamentally. And I would say more importantly, it changed the way I experienced my life beyond the retreat. So let's just back up for a moment. The word gratitude comes from the Latin word gratia or gratia, which means grace, graciousness, or gratefulness, depending on the situation or context. And I loved learning about those three dimensions of gratitude. Grace, obviously, is unbidden. It's a, it's a blessing, such an amazing thing to have in your life. Graciousness, obviously, just when someone is completely generous and or when you're completely generous in your being, to another person. Um, And then gratefulness is, I think, probably the way most of us think about gratitude. But really, those are almost like the three faces of gratitude or the three reflections on gratitude that I think are so important. I want you to hold as we go through this reflection on gratitude today. Grace, graciousness, and gratefulness the three faces of gratitude. So first, what what does the science tell us about the benefits of gratitude? What are the physiological, emotional, psychological, and spiritual effects of practicing 
gratitude. What what is it? Is it a perspective? Is it a practice? Is it a dogma? I for me personally, I I think of it more as a as an inner position. But uh, in terms of the science, science, the studies really show that gratitude can change your life in really powerful ways. And I'm sure you've heard about that before. People are always talking about it around New Year's. Keeping a gratitude journal is always like a great thing to do. And the science really backs that up. In my research around gratitude, there's a lot of ways in which practicing gratitude, whether that's through a gratitude journal or whether that's through reflections at the end of the day, just inwardly upon what you're grateful for every single day, or gratitude letters, writing gratitude letters to people, or just expressing your gratitude to someone directly. Science tells us that practicing gratitude regularly makes you happier. It reduces your inner fears. It strengthens your positive emotions. It makes you more optimistic. It increases your self-esteem. And, believe it or not, I think you'll be interested in this, it improves your sleep. So I'm not going to go into all the different studies. I'm going to link them up in the show notes, some of these articles, articles from Psychology Today, from Berkeley University and Harvard University. Those are the sources for some of those studies, the, re- the results of those studies that I mentioned, how gratitude can change you. And another one is that it makes you a more resilient human being. And that really seems to align with my experience from this retreat. Although I express gratitude at different times in my life, I've never really thought of gratitude as a baseline, as a fundamental approach to life. And that's what this experience on retreat gave to me. It really shifted my perspective. The The message I got was unequivocal. It was like, thou shalt express gratitude. And it was the easiest thing for me to do. It was just like bowing down in front of whatever emerged, whatever challenges, whatever emerged, I just said, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I said it from the deepest place in myself. It just was like issuing forth from within. So I came out of that retreat thinking about that a lot and and just moved by the experience and thinking, well, what, what if I embraced that inner posture of gratitude in relationship to my life in a more general and a more fundamental way? What if when things are hard, instead of resisting or resenting or looking for relief, I start with thank you, expressing my gratitude to the universe for whatever it is in that moment. And what I find is that it changes things instantly. I Just as it did on retreat, as I started to move into my days Subsequent to the retreat, there was momentum. I could tell. I was like, whoa, this shifts. This like, I'm turning on a dime here. And I found myself moving from resistance to welcoming whatever was coming. And I found the inner friction 
within myself plummeting and suddenly instead I'm interested in the same thing that was causing me agitation before. Suddenly I'm asking, hmm, why is this happening? And it's interesting and, and, and I'm saying, okay, what were my expectations? Why, why initially was, was there that resistance? What's the source of my emotional response? These questions were arising because suddenly I had space. I had space around the offending stimulus. And that space was coming from the gratitude. So then there's this other idea I want to share with you. You may have heard of it. It comes from Friedrich Nietzsche. Nietzsche, Nietzsche, I don't know. But it's called Amor Fati. Amor Fati. So Amor like a a m o r and Fati, F-A-T-I. And I think roughly translated is the love of fate or the love of what is. And so, yeah, that was a phrase in orientation to life popularized by Nietzsche. And it means to love not just the moment, this moment, but all that's ever happened to you and all that ever will happen to you and everything in this moment, to love it equally, to embrace it all with an open heart. And obviously that that's huge. That's a tall task for any of us. Nietzsche obviously was not alone in extolling the virtues of this approach to life. The Stoics venerated this approach to life. And in fact, I think it was Ryan Holiday, the author of The Obstacle is the Way and Ego is the Enemy, who really introduced me to that concept. And I get his note, his daily newsletter, The Daily Stoic, and they talk about Amor Fati all the time. It's a Stoic newsletter. The same lesson is implicit in Buddhist teachings too when they exhort you and me to stop resisting life as it is and accept things as they are. The Buddhists tell us that our source of suffering comes from our fears and our desires and that endless inner tug of war between how we want things to be and how they actually are. And there's so much to this perspective and orientation. Even after, for me personally, I was reflecting on it. After 14 years living in an ashram where I practiced meditation every single day, I started every day with two hours of sitting meditation. And then we'd have all manner of other practices, including service and prostrations and mantra. And then on Sundays and the weekends, we would sometimes, Sundays we'd meditate for 12 to 14 hours during the day and just charging up for the week ahead and letting go of the week behind. And I thought it was interesting after this recent retreat that I never during that time, I was never really moved or compelled or otherwise invested in exploring or expressing gratitude as a primary way of being, as a primary perspective. But now that I've been engaging with it, it seems so obvious and 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 like an oh, like a glaring oversight because meditation, which is obviously what this podcast 
the central theme of this podcast is all about. You know, it helps you let go. It, it's so important. And it can give rise to feelings of gratitude just for life, just life unqualified. But there's something about gratitude which just has to do with a full open heart that isn't, it isn't a passive quality and it's not an experience. It's not like a high meditative experience. It's more like something that one needs to cultivate, that you need to grow and tend like a garden. And the more you do it, the more it grows, and the more it grows, the, the more you start to develop a virtuous reciprocal inner cycle where you can feed it. And in my own experience, it's early days. And, and, and remember, I'm talking about gratitude in the larger sense, not just like saying thank you to people or just occasionally counting your blessings, but really embracing gratitude as a, a primary perspective on your life. And I find the more that I do it, the more I have to be grateful for. And the more I have to be grateful for, the more, the more buoyant I feel, the more positive I feel, and the more grounded I feel, and the more directed I feel. So I don't feel bad about the fact that this is something that is so new, or that I feel like maybe I missed this early on, because, you know, that, that just seems to me that's life. There's so many things that are in front of us all along that we need to come to them in our own time, along our own path, and in our own way. And it's different for all of us. And I think the key is to keep growing in whatever way we can and, and to keep seeking and asking. Even if we're filled with peace, there's always more possible in terms of our growth. And personally, I just I couldn't be more grateful for this realization as we move into the new year. I want to encourage you if this is resonant, if what I'm talking about is resonant with you, to really explore gratitude, like to open yourself to it and to embrace it and to kind of plumb the depths of it, to really, really explore it. And as you move into the new year, to let it be your mantra and modus operandi, to let it move and motivate your actions and how much gratitude can you feel? That's my question. That's one of the things I'm going into this new year with and, I, and I'm excited about it. I'm really curious, like how how can I grow this? And who amongst us doesn't need more gratitude in the middle of our lives? And, you know, it's what a unique position to take when things in general, I think for a lot of us, at least in the Western world, they they feel challenging, they feel overwhelming, and the din of our contemporary culture is just relentless. It seems like gratitude is a really healthy bulwark against all of that, like a incredibly powerful and positive shield for our inner life so that we can keep that deep goodness, that love and that light growing inside of us. And for me, from just a kind of, even from just a point of view of just reason and, rationa and rationality, I I have so much to be grateful for. I've been given so much in this life already as a 45-year-old man in terms of privilege and health and education 
and love and opportunities. I've been blessed, probably like many of you who are listening. And But like I forget that all the time. I forget, I forget, I forget how lucky I am. I, lo- I forget how lucky I am in relationship to people alive right now. I forget how lucky I am in relationship to almost everyone who's lived before us. Because of course, as you know, as you think about it, for most of history, all of us were slaves in the past. There were only a very few people who lived with the comfort and security that all of us enjoy today. Running water, food that's available to us all the time, comfortable furniture, warmth, heat, air conditioning, all these things that are so like basic. Kings and queens couldn't have imagined them 100, 150 years ago. So, you know, that there's just, it's helpful to remember that we are lucky, 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 lucky. I, I like to remind myself about that because when I forget, I, I lose sight of my great fortune. And in, the, and in the simple practice of gratitude, it's like an invisibility cloak is yanked off the treasure that's all around me. And I think, oh my God, I forgot again. It's all right here. It's all right here. And that obviously is a metaphor for deeper truths as well. It's not just merely our material comfort and largesse. It's, it's deeper than that. You know, we all have treasures within us. Yes, we've all suffered suffered, and, and we've all been traumatized. And that's so important to honor. But we all have inner treasures. And those inner treasures, it's easy to forget about them. I find practicing gratitude brings those to the surface. And I'm a much better person when I'm grateful, I think, <laughs> I think, I think I'm a better person to be around. I bet my wife would agree, and I know my two-year-old would agree. When my mantra is "thank you," I like myself better, and I know my family, my family likes me better. And so I urge you to give it a try. Let's go into 2019, and let's let gratitude be our meditation. Why not? I mean, what? why not? What have you got to lose? And think about potentially what you have to gain and see where it takes you. See where it takes you. And you got to stay with it for a while. Give it some time. All right, that's all I got for today. I hope you enjoyed my little uh, riff on gratitude. I hope that didn't sound like I was preaching too much, but I'm I obviously I feel passionate about this right now because it's it's such a positive, awesome perspective and it's worth sharing. In terms of the karmic waves that we send into the world, into the universe, it seems like gratitude is a really good one for us all to be amplifying. So great. If you liked the show today, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. Like I said in the beginning, I'm going to, in the show notes for this episode, I am going to link to a bunch of articles where you can find the original research on gratitude. 
because that's important. You can look at some of the scientific backing, some of the studies that have been done. And if you are interested in learning meditation, as you go into 2019, I encourage you to check out some of our courses. Start with our free Meditation for Life online course, and then you can take our short five-part course. Or if you want to jump right in, you can take our core training, which is a longer, comprehensive meditation course. Check those out. And like always, I'd like to end with a quote. And this week, we're going to end with a quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And she says, In ordinary life, we hardly realize that we receive a great deal more than we give and that it is only with gratitude that life becomes rich. <laughs>